If it is important to women, it's important to Wilds Worldwide. Hello, I'm Alyssa Wilds of Wilds Worldwide, and I thank you in advance for your support of my podcast. Like Wilds Worldwide on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram at Alyssa's Random Thoughts and Twitter at Wilds Worldwide. We are on all major podcast platforms and broadcast on Facebook Live on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, share, follow, and subscribe to Wilds Worldwide. And remember, if you still have a pulse, it's because you have a purpose. Find your purpose, walk in your purpose, live out your purpose every single day. See you or talk to you real soon. Morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. For weekends with Wilds Worldwide, you guys know what to do. Like, share, text, tag all of your people. Wake them up, get them on, let them know that Weekends with Wilds Worldwide is back. As I continue to get myself together in the middle of a complete hot flash. But women of my age do understand. So I know that you guys will feel me and understand and hang on there and there with me. So everybody, like, share, text, tag. Get your people up. Let them know. Say good morning as you come in so I can know who's here with me. There are two of you here with me, and I want to say good morning to you. So good morning as you guys come in. Like, share, text, tag. Let everybody know that Weekends of Wilds Worldwide is back on. I wanted to also remind you guys that we are on all major. Good morning, love. Hi, Kat. Um, We are on all major podcasts. Juanita. Hi, Juanita and Rob. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Thanks for being here with me. This is going to be a long session. So I need for you guys to hang in with me for about a half hour to 45 minutes as I tell you guys a story and we pulse check to make sure that we're back. We're on track, that we stay on track throughout the year. So um, like, share, text, tag, get your people up and on. Let them know that Weekends of Wilds Worldwide is back on. I need for you guys to follow and subscribe me on all major podcast platforms. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, Anchor, Stitchers, CastBox, and TuneIn. Good morning, Danine. We are on all major podcast platforms. So I need for you guys to follow and subscribe. Um, like the Facebook uh, page. I need for you guys, I need your support. And I need for you to begin to invite people to like all of those things. So I appreciate you guys. Not that I need to put, I want to put you to task, but I need for you to help me um, grow this thing. So as people continue to come in, I'm going to get started. I am having a full-blown hot flash. And you know why? Just a moment of honesty. You know why it is? It's because I sat around chit-chatting with Troy this morning and chilling and brushing her hair and having a mommy and me moment when I should have been getting myself together. Because that's what I do. That's just what I do. I do too much. Long story short, I wake up early and then think that I have all of the time in the world. And next thing I know, it has dwindled down to like 930 and I have to get hurry up and get ready. So, so we are going to do a pulse check this morning. It's just you and I this morning. And we're going to do a pulse check. Good morning, Sora. Hi, Pam. Um, we're going to do a pulse check. And I'm, I was forced to actually do this, right? Kat, I'm glad somebody understands. I was forced to do this pulse check. And not that it's, it's a forced thing because it's never a bad thing. But I do want to say this, that I reached out to a couple few people. You know, um, my counseling consortium has kind of been um, on a little lull because of May and June. I wanted to do the months of the woman and then the month of the man. Tried to bring my counseling consortium back without... A whole lot of notice and everybody's on vacation. So they weren't a, I wasn't able to like immediately pull them in. I then reached out to 
um, Wayne Sharif of the Doc and Dunce podcast, like, hey, can we get on? You know, my life is kind of heavy. I was looking for somebody to really kind of pull me through. Good morning, Nafan. Looking for somebody to kind of pull me through. And that's being perfectly honest um, because life has been a little chaotic for me. Matter of fact, I'm not going to lie. It's been hella chaotic for me. So I was looking for somebody to help me pull my show through. And then Wayne Sharif was like, oh, I'm going to give you, you know, give me a day or so to try to figure some things out and I'll let you know. And then lo and behold, he comes back and he says, I'm just really not going to be able to pull it out. And it was OK, because by the time he had told me that God was already speaking to me, telling me that I needed to do a pulse check. I needed to have this time alone where there were no guests and there was no you know, normal content. It was just about a pulse check. It was just about self-care and us kind of getting back to one. Right. So here we are. So here we are. So I want to tell you guys a little story as you continue to like, share, text, tag and bring in people you know, bringing people in. And if you're not watching on the initial broadcast, I need for you guys to, um, your first comment to be hashtag replay if you're watching on the back end, knowing that I appreciate you either way, either you're up front or you're you're bringing up the rear. Jason is always one of those people who um, watches the replay because he watches, he works um, during the day um, on Saturday morning. So um, for all the people who are my constant replay people, I appreciate you too. So I just want to tell you guys a story and then we'll we'll get to the self-care and the pulse check and all of those different things. I literally have been in a pulse check phase of my life. Um, the year started out so well. The year started out well, was full of promise. Everything was going well. Everything was going so well. And I'm sure that somebody, this story is going to be for somebody. Somebody's going to need my insight. Um, and maybe not even my insight, just for me to tell my story so that you can feel comfortable um, living through what it is that you're going through. So uh, January started, everything was great. You know, life is great. My diva then is kicking up. Life is sweet. You know, home is good. All is well. You know, life, uh, the job is starting to loosen up quite a little bit too. You know, you're getting a little more opportunities, a lot more exposure on a job. You know, I'm thinking that it's going to give way to, you know, some amazing opportunities. So I'm pretty excited about everything that's happening. Life is sweet planning out, you know, my, my daughter turned 21 last year during the pandemic. So we couldn't do exactly what we wanted to do for her, but also my son turns 30 this year. So I'm planning out all of these wonderful things. Like I can combine the 21st and the 30th celebrations together. We can do all of these things. Um, April rolls around and I'm starting to get quite a little bit of exposure, you know, doing a couple few things for the district. I'm hosting some events. From hosting an event, I got an in the ultimate invitation. And I know that Soro Pam can um, ex, uh, identify in this elation. I was asked to be the commencement speaker for my high school, for Camden High School. Principal Taylor reached out to me and said, yo, who knew you were that dope? Do you Would you consider, you know, being our keynote speaker? Hell yeah. You know, like instantly I'm thinking my dad would be so proud. Like some of these opportunities, my dad would just be standing on the sideline like, whoa, you know, just making my dad super proud, super happy. Can't wait to tell my kids, tell my family, but kind of keep it on a low. Camden's politics are a little different and, you know, surrounding a whole bunch of different things. And I wanted to just keep it low. Didn't want to hear the opinions and the backlash or whatever people felt. So I kept it low, kept it really, really, really low and just focused on my focus. So I'm excited about all of this, excited about what's happening. You know, I've planned out my podcast shows because you know that this 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 platform right here is my life. This is where I thrive. So even when the whole world, good morning, Jerry Wilson. And even when, and thank you very much, sir. 
And even when the world is going crazy, I live for Saturday mornings. So I live for Saturday mornings. I totally live for Saturday mornings. So nothing else matters. You can ask a low, low, right, Pam? So I was just like, I'm going to just hit the stage fabulous and it's just going to be what it's going to be. That's when people are going to find out. Other than my family, that's when it all popped, right? So I'm kind of living for, I'm living for Saturdays. The, the shows are planned out. The month of the man was planned out well in advance. Um, the month of the uh, mother's month was amazing. Like everything was just coming together. I hit May. Okay, so I'm still celebrating April because April is when I got the invitation to be Cam the High's commencement speaker. So my whole focus is, yo, this is so major. And that is a platform that you want, you desire. And I need to hit that platform and hit that platform hard because other opportunities will open if I do my due diligence there. Right. So I'm gung ho. I'm so excited about it. Everything's a go. I hit May and the whole bottom falls out. The whole bottom falls out. I hit May, May 1st, have a great show. It was my brother's birthday. I even, um, from advertising for my brother, and then tons of other opportunities started to flood in by Sunday morning. People were asking, you know, now that I'm on major podcast platforms, people were asking, could they, um, could they sponsor a show? You know, it was tons of people even like reaching out for the Diva Den. Like, I want to advertise on Diva Den Weekend. It was just amazing, like what was happening. Finally, I was going to be able to monetize my passion. Like, you know, my passion is my podcast, speaking, motivating, counseling. All of those different things are what I was purposed to do. That is my pulse check. That's what I've been purposed to do. So when somebody actually was offering me money or wanting to put money on it, that's golden. You know, to just wake up and live your life. That's sweet to be able to do that. Life is happening. On the 3rd of May, the whole bottom fell out. I got an announcement that completely and totally rocked me to my core. It shook me to my core. It shook the whole foundation of my being. And I was like, yo, I, and I have to be honest and say that I, I tucked it in my pocket and was like, this is Mother's Day week, man. Mother's Day and Thanksgiving are my favorite holidays in the whole world. Ain't nobody going to ruin my, my Mother's Day week. You know, like this week is all about me. So I'm going to enjoy this. It wasn't until the next week, Monday, the 10th, that I actually sat down and took time to see just how much this announcement would impact me. What else would come along with what had happened to me a week prior? And it was there that I sat down early in the morning and kind of just went through everything and said, this is going to impact me in this way. And this is going to happen. And all of these things start to rush to mind. And, and it really just got real. It got really real. It got really crazy immediately. And while, you know, I shed a couple of tears, you know, the tears started to roll off the side of your face, but you keep pushing and you keep pushing and you keep pushing. Good morning, Sharon. I appreciate you being here. And the tears began to fall a little bit. And I opened up to a couple of people, you know, kind of embarrassed that I was in such a situation, feeling crazy about it. But it's, it's go time. I don't have I don't have time for this. You know, I'm going to do my due diligence because I know and you know, and we all know that faith without works is dead. So I'm not just going to sit around praying to God and crying and looking for a miracle when I've done nothing. So I was up and I was doing my due diligence and I was doing everything I was supposed to do, you know, confided in a couple of people about where I was, you know, opened up to my children because I didn't want to leave anybody in the dark about what was going on. I didn't want to spring any, any surprises on anybody, but recognizing that this right here was deep. 
strategizing, came up with a game plan. Meanwhile, life just keeps barreling on. Other stuff is beginning to happen. Friendships seem a little bit rocky. You know, I had a situation with somebody that I really honestly thought was 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 tr my tribe, you know, was part of my tribe. And, and I get word from them that somebody was badgering me in their presence and I was not defended. And it began to worry me a little bit. And then it was some other things going on, you know, just regular atypical things are happening. And every single thing begins to shake me a little bit more, shake me a little bit more, shake me a little bit more while I'm still trying to hold up the world. And in that instance, I want to say that I recognized that I was responsible for a whole lot of people's happiness, but very few people were, were even considering mine. A lot of people rely on me to carry their happiness, but not many people even were concerned about mine. Now, you, you got your hardcore people. Don't get me wrong. It's some hardcore people that are going to be down for your call, uh, calls. Good morning, Keisha, um, Keisha Lingo and Angie, right? There are going to be some hardcore people that are always down for your calls, no doubt, no doubt. But then I'm recognizing that I really do rally hard for some people that weren't even considering rallying for me. And I was just kind of like an option when for me, they were a priority. And the world started to move on because now we move out of May and this situation has an end date. The situation that I'm talking about has an end date and my end date is coming up. Right. So I got 90 days to act, just 90 hardcore days to act. And, it, and the success of it is a matter of crazy faith, no doubt. But also you got to be reliant on God to put all of the people in the right places and people to actually actually do what they're supposed to do. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a Virgo and I don't know if that matters. I just know that I'm a control freak. I like to be in control of my destiny and I would prefer not to delegate anything, especially in hardcore times like this. I don't want to delegate anything. I want to be responsible for it because I know I will go hardcore for myself. I can't take time and waiting for people to kind of sort of do what they were supposed to do or give it to me when they want me to have it. Because now, 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 now is the situation. So here I am relying on the world, hoping that some things just align. I have people who are just like, yo, I got the name of this person. I got the name of this person. We're going to do this. It's going to be okay. God is going to see you through Liz. You are doing too much for everybody else. God is going to make sure that this happens for you. Liz, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And that only was soothed me for that moment because you lay down with hope and, or I'm not even going to say hope. I lay down with faith. And wake up in despair because every morning I open my eyes, I realize that this situation was still looming. And now I'm a day closer to the ending and another day closer to the ending. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? And just another day closer to the ending and another day closer to the ending. And every day this is beginning to wear on my soul. It's beginning to wear on my spirit. So much so that by mid-June, people are now texting me like, yo, sis, you're not yourself on social media. Like, yo, you're not giving us inspirational anything. You're not, we're, we're missing. It's, are you okay? And that's a blessing. That right there is a blessing to make a, such a profound impact on somebody's day that they look for you when you stop doing that. It's a wonderful thing when people are not mad at you they're not mad at you for being absent, but worried about your silence. That's a totally different thing.
that's a totally different thing. So I started to have people kind of checking like, yo, you okay? Is everything okay? You know, and I've even gotten the, because this is not about money, but I even began to get the um, $50 cash apps. So people have been sending me $50 cash apps like, yo, I don't know what's happening, but your silence is profound. And at least I can send you, here's $50 to go get a meal. You know, prayerfully, this will turn your day around or turn your situation or help turn your situation around or even just let you know that somebody somewhere actually loves you and cares and misses you in your silence. So here I am getting these $50 cash. I was like, yo, y'all golden. But I, who got time to eat? You know, my time is winding, winding, winding down. I got to go. You know, there's things that have to happen. And then this, I then last weekend, last weekend, so fast forward to last week. I decide my sister, my nephew, Cam, is like all things basketball, right? We are a basketball family. Cam is taking it to a whole other level. So he's playing in some, some tournament down in Myrtle Beach last weekend. So my sister Angie travels all over the place with her son, as always. And I was just like, uh, you know, like this time, why don't we join her so that she doesn't have to be by herself? We two can get away. Me and my oldest sister are there. We can get away and we can have some time together. We can have some time together. So that was the goal was to have some sister time together. So we go down there and um, we meet up. I fly in. They drive in from Virginia. Um, I fly in and immediately I'm just in awe. Like, yeah. You know, just to be in their presence, you know, to be surrounded by people that look like me, who understand me, who will protect me was a whole other thing. When I got off that plane, came, got my bag, came out the door and they were pulling right up. You don't even know what that did to my spirit. And I spent the weekend with my sisters just being protected and being vulnerable and being loved up and not being forced to be anybody's anything but the little sister. I was able to kind of linger behind and take pictures from behind and love on them and be too much and nag them or whatever. And it was all good. It was all good. And let me tell you guys this. I know for sure that my hope has been restored when I began to dream again. And I had stopped dreaming. It was like you just pass out like drunk sleep, I suppose. You just pass out sleep and you just wake up on go. Pass out sleep, wake up on go. Pass out sleep, wake up on go. Because I have to go. There's something that I have to do and it has to be done by the 31st of July. And I'm going to go and I'm going to go. And my spirit and my body was able to relax enough in the presence and in the protection of my sisters to begin to dream. And while I was in Myrtle Beach last weekend, my hope was restored. My hope was restored. And I knew for sure that I could make it. I could do it. I could do it. It's going to be all right. And while nothing has presented itself just yet, it's still going to be all right. That deadline is nothing for God. That deadline means absolutely nothing. Push forward, Liz. Push forward. Push forward. You know, you get the daily affirmations from, from my sorors, from my people. You know, you get the daily affirmations. You know, yo, just checking in to make sure you're okay. You good. You good. You good. I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm holding, y'all. You know, I can't even tell y'all that I'm good, but I'm holding. Just know for sure I ain't going nowhere. Just know for sure that I'm, I'm, I'm keeping us together. Just know for sure that I'm still pushing. And I'm still pushing. And then I, re I began to realize that my self-care in this moment had to take on a different definition. 
And I think that self-care, I don't know if we get settled into what self-care should look like. Maybe it's getting our hair done, or, you know, or going out to dinner or just hanging out with your girlfriends. But I think that as, as often as our life evolves, so does our self-care. What does self-care look like for you? What does self-care mean for you? Pulse check. If you have a pulse, it's because you still have a purpose. God still has you here for something. So I kept on pulse checking myself and I kept on checking my self-care methods. Kept trying to figure it out, like what the self-care look like. Monday, when I come back from, I come back from Myrtle Beach on Sunday night, I took soul plane. I took spirit. Spirit kept on delaying us and kept on delaying us. And I ain't even care. You know, at that point, I was like, I'll sit in Myrtle Beach Airport until Jesus come back. I don't even care. I got time. You know, it really doesn't even matter. So I took Soul Plane. It's going to be what it's going to be. You know, they, they'll get around to flying you back to wherever you came from. When they feel like it, it's all good. Though. So I get back on Sunday night. I was supposed to get back Sunday afternoon. I get back Sunday night and I go to work on Monday and I found myself being I'm not quite sure. And I'm going to be honest. I'm not quite sure if I began to shrink myself because of what I was going through or if people were minimizing me. I'm not quite sure. But what I do as a coping mechanism for myself, what I do is I go silent. So I noticed, I really began to notice that people were over talking me. People weren't speaking to me, kind of speaking around me. Things like that began to happen to me, you know, like like I did not matter. Now they need for sure my presence, but you really don't want to acknowledge my presence, but I better be there. You don't want to acknowledge my presence and you really honestly don't care about my feelings. So I was being minimized in the space and maybe I had shrunk myself because I have no problems with self-reflection. Maybe I was shrinking myself because of my circumstance. Maybe I was shrinking myself because I was feeling less than because of my circumstance. Maybe I was beginning to shrink my own self because of where I was. And I'm thinking that maybe it was based on some past decisions that I had made. How did I get here? How did I get to this moment? With all of the families that I've served, all of the people that I've saved, all of the advocacy that I do, all of the money that I've put out for the world, all that Alyssa does, master's level professional Alyssa who has run nonprofit organizations that has saved the world, who has carried children on my back, not even just Henson children, but the world's children. How did I get here? So I honestly can't even say that they were diminishing me. Maybe I was shrinking myself because of the circumstance that I'm currently in. But in that moment, I gave myself permission to exit spaces that don't consider me and exit abruptly. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay not to be here. So what I did was I shut my laptop and I left. I left because whether it was me or them, it didn't feel good. And I needed to get to a safer space, either to evaluate myself or separate myself from these people who are not making me feel good in this moment. And I was broken. I'm not even going to lie. I was taught, and I've told you guys before, I was taught this. My mom taught me to dress up the pain. 
And maybe it's because my mom didn't know how to cope. Maybe it was because my mom had so many of us, had so many of us in my dad's absence. There were so many of us that my mom just really honestly didn't know how to cope because she still had to produce. So regardless of whether it hurt, regardless of whether the world was kicking her ass, regardless, my mom still had to produce because these five little brown babies still need to eat. So my mom taught me the way that she was taught to dress that pain up and keep pushing. But I'm here to tell you that there was not an outfit. There was not a fedora. There was not a pair of heels that was going to make this feel better. Because in all actuality, I'm the only person in this story that did what they were supposed to do. I'm the only decent person in this story. So while I'm, I'm beginning to be a little bit embarrassed about decisions that I made, because I'm a gambler with me, I will take a leap of faith. I'm not staying in some space that does not feel good. I'm not staying in a house that I no longer, I don't care. If it does not feel good, I'm out. I'm praying to God, I'm going to jump. I have left six figures. I've been a six figure N word a long time ago. So money does not move me. I'm not moved by salaries. I'm not moved by who, who has the greatest title. I'm moved about your character and your integrity and your heart and your desire to serve. You can't move me with a label. I'm 48.999 and I know better. I've already made money. I'm not moved money because all money ain't good money. I know how to make a dollar. I, I got too much talent. I got 99 ways to a dollar every day. So I'm not moved by those things. And I stepped down from my position when I was exhausted. As an executive director, I stepped down. I was tired. It wasn't for me anymore. I wanted to be a mother to my, my high school. Or Troy was in high school. It was time for me to go. They didn't want me to go. I was never fired. It was time for me to go and move on and do something different. I'm not moved by money. And I'm a gambler. I get that. But had I gambled too hard, had I done too much, that now puts this moment in jeopardy. Had I done that. So I'm now going back and I'm twisted, trying to figure out some things, you know, and trying to hide my emotions from the people that are greatly affected um, by how I feel. I'm hardcore, just trying to bottle it up, trying to go for jogs at nine o'clock at night. You know, shake this mess off. List, this is not who you are. My best friend Shantae actually told me two weeks ago, yo, Liz, I need you to at least comb out that ponytail. Y'all know me. And I ain't being, you know, extra or none of that kind of stuff. I take good care of myself. But I just needed some moments to kind of just relax and chill. Like, yo. And in that safe space, she's a safe space. In that safe space, I thought I could just be myself. And she was tapping me on my shoulder like, yo, when I see you tomorrow, I need you to at least have washed out that ponytail and did something else. Like you slipping, babe. You're telling me one thing, but I'm seeing something different. I'm going based off of what I'm seeing. You're showing me something different. I was like, yo, I could do that. I could do that. I'm going to get up. And the next day, it wasn't no cute bun, but it was, it was clean. It was clean, little clean ballerina bun. It wasn't like super sharp or nothing, but... You know what? People are starting to notice. I, I need to get it together. So much so that, you know, I'm slipping and the world can see that I'm slipping. And self-care, self-care began to be that I need to take some time for myself. And while people will still call, because I know on this platform, I know on this particular platform, 
that I have tons of support from people who are me. Y'all rally around me and y'all gravitate towards me because we have the same heart. We, we save everybody at the cost of ourselves. We do everything at the cost of ourselves. We will put off ourselves to go do something else. Gary C. Frazier. I love him. The first parent to protect me when I hit Camden City Schools. I love you and I appreciate you still for that. And we still, we run and we have children, but we have extended children because we're in education and we're in counseling. We're in human services. So we're constantly running to save the world. We're saving everybody at the cost of ourselves. And God told me, stop, stop, stop. I need you to save Alyssa because, of course, you know, you go through that whole period of where is an Alyssa for Alyssa? Where's that person for me to make this all better? Where's that person where I can kind of sit back and cry, you know, and just be in a fit for a couple of minutes? And somebody's just going to come save me. Not somebody I got to kind of regurgitate my story to every 15 minutes in an update or any of that kind of stuff. The person that I told the story to once and they ran like me, where's me for me? And God clearly stated, you are the superhero in this story. You are the superhero in your story. And what I need for you to do is to do this thing. To stay the course, stay strong, pulse check. This is where you're supposed to be in this moment. Because you constantly tell your audience that I've been through every single thing that a woman could possibly go through. I can attest to everything except for the loss of a child. And I pray that God never gives me that. But let me tell you something. When this testimony turns into a test, I will have a whole new thing that I can relate about. Because this thing is a whole new thing. And it hurts. And it has broken me to a fault. And it has given, it's shown me though, just how deep and how strong my strength is. Just how strong I am. But God has told me in this moment, Alyssa, it's not about a guest. Stop trying to connect with people. It's about your story. Because that's what we are supposed to be on Wilds Worldwide, right? We're supposed to be wide open, transparent, and vulnerable. And social media is notorious for posting all the good stuff, the best outfit, the greater days. You know, the, the, the love between you and your mate, even though the relationship is smooth, falling apart. God said, I need for you to go and be vulnerable. I need for you to go show them exactly what it is behind the scenes. Even with the cute little selfies you take and post. You know, with the cute little memes and cute little uh, quotes every day. I need you to tell them that it ain't always good. That it doesn't always feel good. And you don't always feel like showing up. You don't always feel like saving the world. But this is my ministry. This is what God gave to me. This is what God said for me to do. And while I've wanted to disconnect from tons of spaces before, God was like, your work there ain't done. And you're frustrated. You are frustrated because you're not getting, you know, uh, any kind of advancement. It's all right. I got you because I have not yet missed one payment on not one thing. God was like, you are supposed to be there. And God reminded me and I need to remind you, God. Don't worry about if the world don't like you because God reminded me 
that if too many people are in love with you, you probably stop doing my work. I did not send you for, for fanfare and to be the crowd favorite. I sent you to do a thing. So be comfortable. Be comfortable with that. God told me to tell you guys that. He's been reminding me of that regularly and constantly. Pulse check. Two fingers up, y'all. Put it on your inner wrist. Put it on your inner wrist. If you have a pulse, it's because you still have a purpose. Find your purpose. Live out your purpose every single day because somebody, something is tied to you doing what you're supposed to do. So even when we feel like the way that I'm feeling right now, because my time still, I'm down to two weeks, y'all. Two weeks from today, I have to have an answer, a definitive answer and a definitive thing to move to my next level. To my next level. It is two weeks from today. My 90 days are down to just two weeks. And while I don't do things the way that other people do, I'm grateful for things that have happened in my life. And even some of the people who who now I'm in a situation because people come into your life for a reason, a season, a lifetime. God, sometimes we try to keep people who are meant for a reason. We try to keep them for a lifetime and we jam our own selves up. Some people are not meant to go beyond the time that they were they were called for. So we drive our own self crazy as we hold them captive and trying to hold on to things that were not meant to go beyond where they were going. Let it go and be at peace with letting it go. And thank God for the arrival and for the let go. It's time to move forward. It is time to move forward, upward and onward. And we say that we trust God, but in these, in these moments where it's so murky and it's so crazy, it's just like, God, did you forget about me? God, please don't forget about me. My 90 days have dwindled down to two weeks. And what happens now, God? I do what I'm supposed to do. I'm everywhere I'm supposed to be. And even while this is happening, I'm producing on mega. I'm producing on high. Ain't one thing fell by the wayside. And I'm telling you, I did not want to do this podcast today. My 90 days have trickled down to two weeks. I wanted to be in bed with the covers pulled up like, yo, what happens now? But then I heard a word. I want to bring up my man, Pastor Leroy Nesbitt of Emmanuel United Pentecostal Church. He posted this thing, y'all, on his, his, his page, Leroy Nesbitt the third. Leroy Nesbitt the third. So look him up. Follow him. He is amazing. A young pastor, just prolific extremely prolific. And he posted something just the other day, Thursday morning, and it said insight, you know, with him with his two hands on his temple, whatever cute little flyer, whatever case insight, don't miss this insight. And I'm like, well, where is it pastor? You know, because past the, the flyer was amazing. Right. But on the flyer, there had no time. So it's on Thursday, but when, where, where am I supposed to find it? So I ask around everybody to post this flyer. I'm like, yo, cause somebody put up a time cause somebody, and lo and behold, I find out it is at six o'clock. So when my spirit was beginning to get too weak, I jumped up at six o'clock and I went over and hung out with Shantae at her house and was like, yo, we're going to watch this. We're going to watch it on a big screen and it's on YouTube. And he said, it's not until you arise that you will arrive. 
You have to arrive out of the regret of yesterday. You have to arise out of the regret of past decisions. You have to arise from the ashes so that you can arrive in your next level. He said that, and he also told me, leave, let go of the regret of yesterday. He said, because if you continue to regret the decisions that you made before, you're not going to learn a lesson and having done so. There's a lesson in all of that. And the longer you sit around regretting and being mad, you're going to miss the lesson. And I have to say that I was never mad about it, but I had, I don't have the ability. This is me. I don't have the ability to have a bunch of issues and sort them all out over the table. So each one is an individual. I always stack. When something happens, I begin to stack all the way on top of each other. So now it goes from me just having life is pretty sweet, but you throw that one big thing there that I can't immediately resolve. And I begin to stack every single thing else back on top of it. So now I'm kind of stacking stuff on top of one thing on top of another. So now my job that leveled out and I was cool. You know, working where I am now in my department with my supervisor, life was sweet. I had no problems, but now I'm starting to find fault with that. Like I went out. I went out because I'm better than this. My master's degree ain't getting me nowhere in here. Blah, 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 blah. Because now everything is being scrutinized. Now I'm frustrated with everything because now I'm trying to figure out how did I get to this moment? How, Alyssa? Better than this. You save everybody. You've saved a thousand people from this situation alone. Why are you here? Why are you here? God had to tell me again, when it gets this tight, listen, I told you your next level is coming. I just need to see how you handling it. Can you handle the next level? Can you handle the next level? And I'm reminded and I know I get it. I get it, y'all. I get it. But I'm only but a woman. You know, I always talk about being the strongest N-word that I know. I always talk about that. How if a man disappoints me, I take off my stilettos and I put on a car hard jacket, you know, and, and keep pushing. You Once I put on my Tims, it ain't that relationship is over. Because once you break your promises to me and I'm no longer able to be soft and be a woman in your presence because I keep having to save us, I'm no longer going to be a woman. I'm going to do what my daddy taught me to do. And I'm going to hold things down, but I ain't holding it down with no man or nothing like that. So I know how to get it. I know how to push. I know how to go hard. I know how, but I'm still but a woman, regardless of how hard or how independent I am. I'm still but a woman. And I still have a woman's heart. And I still have a woman's concern. And I, and although my children are adults, I still have the concern of my children. I don't want to do anything that makes anybody feel crazy. And I don't want to make do anything that puts anybody else in jeopardy. I'm still but a woman and it hurts. It hurts. So I need for somebody to just see me, not even knowing for sure that my words have been cut short and recognize without me having to tell you my full story, recognize that this is different. And just come and hold my hand through this process without having to tell you my whole full story or not having to divulge too much. 
I need for you to come. And I received that when I went to Myrtle Beach. And should I have been spending extra money at that moment? Most people would say no. But had I not, I probably would have broken under the pressure by last weekend. And when I needed to be just that vulnerable person and for somebody to just love me, for somebody to just love me and understand me without too many words spoken, because the situation makes my heart hurt. I needed for somebody to just recognize in that moment that I just needed their warmth. And my sisters were that. And my sisters allowed me to let my guard down so far that I was able to rest. I didn't just get sleep. I got rest. And I got rest so delicious that I was able to actually dream. And in that dream, God showed me the next. Had I not spent that money, had I not flown into on soul plane, Lord of mercy, spirit is something else. Had I not flown into Myrtle Beach, had I not spent that time with my sisters where I could be protected, where I could be Lissy, not Alyssa, not Wilds Worldwide, not mom, not her. I was able to be Lissy. I was able to be Lissy and I was able to sleep. I was able to rest and then subsequently able to dream and see what is here, what is right there. It may be two weeks away. It may be two days away, but God said, this is it. This is what I have for you. So I had to pulse check my own self because I can't just tell you guys something and then not live by it. You know, it's too many of those mean girls. You know, you, you, you're doing women's empowerment, but you're a real life mean girl in real life. It's too many people that have that flippant lifestyle. It's too many people that put, put on that they're an advocate, but they could care less about people. It's too many people protecting kids for a dollar, but could care less about a kid behind the scene. It's too many men standing before us preaching about one thing and abusing their families back home. Gone. We need to be gone with the double, with the two-faced with the, the, the uh, straddle in the fence. I cannot be something to you guys on screen, but then not live by it. I needed to pulse check myself. I needed to get my strength back. My sisters gave me that. My biological, same mother, same father, sister. They gave me that. They gave me that push, even when there were no words being spoken. That holds your hand. That sitting next to you while I did my podcast last weekend, the internet was so terrible and, and where we stayed. And they were just like, you know, like, hey, we, we she needs the numbers. We got to do the numbers. We got we got to make sure she got the numbers. So you log on from the bathroom. You log on from over here kind of thing. And then just sitting there and, and commenting as if they're not sitting there watching me do this whole thing. That level of support, that level of support that don't cost a damn dime, that level of support. And I have that here. Don't get me wrong. I got some people that's down for my cause. No doubt. But it was hurting. 
It was hurting and it was hurting deeply because I cannot believe that I do everything I'm supposed to do. And don't, I ain't trying to be perfect. Not at all. I'm still a fool. I'm still a fool. I will slip and crack up and know for sure that even during this time, if it's super funny, if it's super fun, I'm going to engage in it because not every day do you want to be trapped in your situation. And if I'm outside the house, it's because I want to be outside of my situation. I want to be outside of my situation. So if I'm out in the streets, I don't want to talk about what I'm going through. And I'm outside because I want to be outside. I need your warmth. I need your energy. But I'm telling you, it has been deep and it has been hard. But my sisters gave me that power pellet that I needed to just move forward. And while I honestly and talking to Tamika of my diva then last night, Meek said, yo, so you want to do the show by yourself? You could carry it. I've been telling you, you could carry it. And I was like, well, we shall see. I just don't know. But I don't even have anybody to go. I'm not even going to try to find anybody else. But God was clearly speaking to me anyway, saying I, I didn't need that. I don't want you to have content. I need for you to talk to people because not only am I going through, I can see on my timeline that some of y'all are going through. It's quiet. Some of you are constantly putting up posts like people are stabbing you in your back or things at home aren't right or jobs are going astray. I can tell it's not just me. I see you. I see you. So when God told me that I needed to do this, I knew for sure that it was necessary. And a lot of times, you know, we don't really want to do everything that God tells us to do. Like, I don't feel like getting up and telling my story. I don't feel like, you know, I could get up and tell transparent stories about sex. You know, I just said and told y'all everything. Either I'm hypersexual or asexual. It ain't no in between with me either. It's like way high. The light switches on or the light switches all the way off. It's just whatever. We can laugh and we can joke about a million different things. But I needed to tell you guys that it hurt. And I had to pulse check myself regularly. I had to remember my why. What is my why? And, and daily, it may change. And I always tell you guys that Miles is my why. Miles is the reason why I just continue to push to live. Because life had and, and love had gotten so hard at times that I could look in my son's eyes as a little baby and see for sure that I could make it. Because he trusted me regardless of whether the whole world had given up on me. Miles trusted me all the way. And Troy, on the other hand, is my push. Troy pushed me to be better. Troy forced us to grow roots. She forced us to do family things. She forced us to do other things that me and Miles would have just grown old together. Just traveled the world and been old together. Miles would have never had roots. Miles would have never had childhood friends. Had Troy not come along and made me settle down. My kids are amazing to me. I recognize the purpose of everybody in my life I do. And some people were really just forced into my life to push me to another level, to drive me so crazy, to get the hell out of some spaces. I get it. I get all of that. And I want to tell you guys this, right? I'm going to tell y'all. Saturday the 26th, is my, it was my mom's birthday, uh, June 26th. So I podcasted from my girlfriend's house, just needing to get out of my space. I podcasted from my girlfriend's house. And, um, and then I had to go pick my mom up. My mom spends... Uh, her birthday months down south. So I needed to meet my sisters halfway to pick up my mom in Ocean City, Maryland. And we were going to have lunch and celebrate a birthday, just her and her girls. Now I have two brothers, but it was just the girls. So I'm driving down 
And dining is far more spiritual than religious, I will say, right? I mean, it's far more spiritual than religious. And I think that most of my crew really is. I don't, I, I don't have any Bible thumpers in my space. So Danine says to me, just random, she says, Liz, I've just been talking to God about you. I've been talking to God about you. She said, and I don't understand why your life is so hard. She said, and people will discount that. Or, people just, or maybe they just don't know because you make it look so good. You make the struggle look so good. Nobody would ever be able to tell that your life has been what it is because you just show up. You show up sharp. You command everybody's presence and attention. You do it and you show up and you produce. You're taking care of everybody. Nobody is in, in need in your presence. You do it. So people don't even have a clue that your life has been as hard as it is. She said, but as I was talking to God, I, the revelation came that God and the devil are literally battling for you. They are battling for you. And I need for you not to give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. And she was talking to me. And this is the person that you just don't expect that from. You're talking about Danine is black history facts. Danine is she is a wordsmith. Danine is that person whose words, when you're having conversations with her, you have outdictionary.com spelling it as best you can. So you can see what this word is. She takes you next level with her words. And she is all things culture. All things culture. This, this bra with this curly fine hair. She is all things black. She is blackity black, black, right? So when she's telling me and I'm driving on Route 1, Route 1 in Delaware, and she's telling me this, Danine is telling me this, don't give up, Liz. Fight. Fight. Don't give up. Don't give up because God and the devil are literally battling for you. Don't give up. Don't give up. And I'm driving and we keep hitting these storms like it would be a like tumultuous rain and then it would just be sunshine and it would be tumultuous rain and sunshine and my sisters are getting the same coming up out of virginia that i'm coming out of jersey the the weather is the same so we would keep going through these little monsoon rainstorms and then you get a mile up in the sunshine and god was showing me in that moment while that was preaching to me that this is what it is this storm is going to come the sun's turn to sunshine and though you will enter into another storm, it's going to be sunshine right thereafter. Trust me. So Danine is telling me this. She's telling me this while I'm going through the storm, y'all. I was going through the storm. And then the sunshine came up. And the storm came and the sunshine came up, y'all. If I was in church, I'm telling you, I would have taken a lap. And while she's telling me this is happening to me, the visual is right there. The visual is right there, y'all. I'm telling you. I'm going through it like so much so that everybody has on their flashers. The, the, what are those things called? The, the triangle in the middle of the thing. We use them in the hood when we double park in places where it's supposed to be. What are those things called? The um, hazard lights. So now you're on the highway, you got to pull in your hazard lights so people can even see that there's another car ahead of them. That's how bad the storm got. And just as I put my hazard lights on while she's speaking to my soul, 
the, the, the rain just stops and it is bright sunshine. And as I go ahead on and soften myself enough because I'm hard, I'm telling you, I could love you back to health and I could, we can go to war together. I got a black tam and a black bodysuit always ready. I will pop my trunk and defend my people hardcore. And when my soul needs to be taken to the laundromat, I will wail from the depths of my soul in private. And when that one tear started to fall, the sunshine came back. And Danine said, but I love you and I need you to know that I love you. And I love you and know that you are not alone. As I entered into another storm, you're going to be okay, Liz. Just know that you're going to be okay. And the sunshine came again. And this testimony, this right here, is a moment that I needed to share with y'all because it's hard. It really is hard. It really is hard. And while this situation may not be big to anybody, it's huge to me because I'm unsure how I got here and I'm unsure what is next. I saw what's next, but I'm unsure when it will be delivered. But I know that God is able. I know that God is going to do it. I know it. I know it. he has delivered me in the nick of time before and he'll do it again. He definitely will. So I need for all of you guys to pulse check. Pulse check. Two fingers on your inner wrist. If you still have a pulse, it's because you have a purpose. I need for you not to give up on this, in this moment. I need for you not to go faint. I need for you to stand strong. Pam, you are in the middle of the hood battling. Gary, you are in the middle of the hood battling. Please stay strong for our kids. Please stay strong for our kids. Please, Sharon, you have your detail. Please continue your mission. We are battling. We are battling on all fronts. And then to have to battle in households is hard. You need to have peace somewhere. You need to have peace somewhere. So when your only peace is on the highway getting to and getting fro, that's a hard feat. But I need for you to pulse check. Because if you are still here, it's because God has a purpose and an assignment for you. And as long as you keep waking up, you keep having a purpose and you keep needing to do what it is that God has purposed you to do. Your assignment is not over. Your assignment is not over every single day that you open up your eyes. It's another pulse check. It's go time yet again. It's still something. So while I can't be out there on, on, on Sora or Pam's side right now, can't. can is some stuff that needs to be done back at home. There's some stuff that needs to be done internally. I'm pulse checking and remembering my why because my assignment today was this. It was this message. Without any kind of other content, without anybody that I can ping off of or chime back and forth onto, it was this. It was this right here today. And while I will get back out there, I will get back out there and I will support my soror. This week, the only way I could support her was to share that flyer. She said, drop it at one o'clock. Like a mother, like a big sister, drop it at one o'clock. And guess what I did? Damn it, I dropped it at one o'clock because that was the assignment. 
And I saw that she had tons of us in line because that thing hit the internet hard at one o'clock on whatever day that was. I can't be everywhere right now because I have to be here for me. And I receive that. I understand that. So understand what it is that you're supposed to do and how your assignment may switch and change from time to time. Our assignments may change. They may switch up. Our self-care may even look different. Because for me, self-care was just moving to safety. That was the best that I could do for myself at that moment. I didn't know if it was them shrinking me or me shrinking myself. But at that moment, it didn't feel good. So I needed to get out of there. That was my self-care. And that day was the day that I actually ate three meals. I haven't been able to do that. My appetite is just a little bit weird because in my mind, my whole focus is resolving this thing. But because Alyssa still wakes up, it's because Alyssa has a call on her life. It's a call on your life. And it's okay that everybody doesn't understand because the call was made to me. It wasn't made to us. And your call was made to you. It wasn't made to all of us. So don't look for everybody to understand what your purpose is, what your pulse check is. God has brought you here for a thing and I can't duplicate it. I can't do your thing because I'm too busy trying to do my own thing. Sharonda, we notice you. Rios, we notice you. You've been doing an amazing thing. An amazing thing. Just you stepping out there and being the opposition was an amazing thing. We appreciate you for trying. Pulse check. Put two fingers on your inner wrist. If you feel something, it's because you are here for a reason. There is a call on your life to do anything. Somebody's deliverance, somebody's healing, somebody's next level, somebody's knowledge, somebody's something is tied to you being who it is God purposed you to be, for you to do what it is that God has purposed you to do. Figure out what self-care looks like you to, for you today. For me, it is just keeping myself safe. Is for me just protecting my own mind. For me, it's something other than what it was two, three months ago before my 90 days started. Today is keeping myself safe, keeping my mind sane. Find your purpose, walk in your purpose and apologize not for what makes you feel good today. Offer no apologies and recognize and remember that no is a complete sentence. Offer no explanations beyond the no. No. Don't say no because I have to. Nah, you don't owe anybody that. No, not today. Pulse check. Put two fingers on your inner wrist. If you feel something, it is because you are here to do with it. God has purposed you to do a thing. So find your purpose. Walk in your purpose and live out your purpose every single day. Self-care. Hashtags, pulse check, hashtag self-care. We need to continually figure out our why, find our why, and remember our why. And don't forget yourself while you're trying to save the entire whole world. Don't forget yourself. Don't forget to save you. Don't. Don't. And stop looking for the Alyssa for Alyssa. 
you are the Catherine for Catherine. And you are the Pam for Pam and the Rhonda for Rhonda and Tia for Tia and Gary for Gary. He's given us super strength, not just to save everybody else, but to pull our own selves up. So just yesterday, my self-care was just finding a new way to stand up and not answering the telephone. I did not want to hear everybody's opinion. I did not want to hear everybody what everybody else is going through. Because, you know, you have those friends that will ask you how you're doing and then it immediately shifts to how they're doing or what they're doing or, you know, the story then immediately abruptly um, switches to them. I don't have many of them, but I, I got two. I got a strong two who will change the whole everything and it'd be about them really quickly. And while I love them because they do good for what they do good for, but I do have to say that sometimes I just don't want to. I don't want to know. And yesterday I was comfortable with not answering the phone. Pulse check. Put two fingers on your inner wrist. What do you feel? You feel purpose. That's what you feel. You feel purpose. Know for sure that if God gives it to you is because he wants you to do that thing. And you are the, this is what you have been created to do a specific thing. And don't worry about who will come along with it and the clientele or the audience or any of those things. If God gave it to you, he's going to carve out all of that for you. You're going to be good. Trust me when I say, trust me. I love you guys. This has been Pulse Check. Pulse check yourself as often as you need to, because sometimes it gets deep, it gets hard. And just know for sure that Lissy is strong. We will definitely be back here next week. This is this is my thing. This is what brings my heart joy. And I'm just not going, I'm not going to allow my situation to steal my creativity and my joy. I won't. I love you guys. I truly, truly, truly do. We will be back here next week with Venus versus Mars. Dr. Ra will be my Mars. And we will be talking about monogamy. Monogamy. Is monogamy really a real thing? Is it really something we should expect? We will be back. Pulse check and self-care is what I want you to just be thinking about the whole time. Gary, I love you and I appreciate you. Pulse check. Self-care. I love you guys. Again, I need for you guys to begin to like, share, follow, and subscribe on all of our major platforms. We are everywhere. I need the downloads to go up. I'm going to do better with that even myself. Kind of got lost in a couple of things. I need for you guys to know that I love you. I cherish you. You are revered. And I, I truly just, you just don't even know what you do for me. Like I said last week, I was just watching last week's episode and I was saying how much um, I you people tell me that I do for them. Like, yo, I've, you really helped me with such that you guys don't even know what you do for me because this is my life. This right here is what brings me all of my joy. I love you too, Sunshine. I truly do appreciate you guys. So I need for you guys to do me a favor and continue to do the things that I need for you to do and do, continue to support to help move Alyssa South Jersey into Wilds Worldwide. Pulse check and self-care. I love you guys. And we are out. See you next week, next Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Me and Dr. Ra. I love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Shahrazad and Tia.